Welcome to the Spoiled Carrots Podcast. I'm your host, Henry Cocky, along with co-host Kevin Lynch, and today we'll be discussing the highest grossing movie of all time, Avatar. Yes, Avatar came out in 2009 with a budget of $237 million, and if there's one thing Avatar is known for, it's probably its special effects, because back in 2009, they did not exactly have CGI that looked anything like Avatar. Now, that, it's a little bit more commonplace now, but back then it was pretty revolutionary and hence its highest grossing uh, spot. So it was directed by James Cameron and recently it was announced that four sequels will be coming out over the next few years, which, uh, that, that... I mean, that's certainly one way to continue it, I guess. I guess they have uh, have some some indicator of success but of course just because it made so much money in the first place is that an actual indicator of its quality now henry and i had not actually seen this movie before even though apparently the rest of the world has and we recently watched it so first of all i'd I'd say it's pretty good i don't think you can be the highest grossing movie of all time and not be at least decent at least entertaining at least fun to watch of course it's not perfect i didn't expect it to be perfect but it's also not exactly up to the standard that i really expected it to be henry what were your like overall thoughts on it i agree with that i think that it's a movie that the concept like the setting of it was really cool and the idea of like an earth colony and like they're like meeting space people and they have like all this this whole other culture and like they set the scene so well and i think the actual storyline just kind of like they were trying to include so many different storylines they had a romantic side they had like the warrior side and it just kind of like i felt like it was a movie that was meant for everybody and it ended up being just kind of fell flat a little but it was still good i loved i loved the setup Yes, I definitely have to question how you come up with that. First of all, you have a space colony in the future with blue people. And then on top of that, you add a space marine controlling the body of a blue native person that I I am genuinely impressed that they came up with that in the first place, honestly. Yeah, I agree. It's just... I don't know, and I love. I actually really liked the first scenes where they were like he was just like showing how bad Earth was, and how, like the idea of the mission was like to learn how to live on Pandora, and like that's like kind kind of how they made it public to the people back at Earth, but like when you were actually there, they all knew that they were just there for the minerals, the unobtainium, which was amazing name, and it's just kind of yeah. like. I like the way that they set the scene there. Yeah, I do think that they could have done a little more with the fact that Earth is dying. Because you have Earth dying, it's clearly, like, they say several times, like, it's a dying planet, like, dying race, whatever, stuff like that. And then you have this other planet here. I don't exactly get why the humans aren't all trying to live there, but whatever and i i just sort of feel like 
like you said, the movie does sort of include a lot of different stuff, like the Earth plotline and things like that. And I feel like that's one of its major weaknesses, that it just can't, like, really develop any of that or really make it all fit. Yeah, because, like, he... I feel like that's also part of its downfall, is that because it's trying to include so many storylines, it ends up being really long. Like, the movie itself is, like, three hours long, and I just feel like that's almost... That's too long of for a movie, any movie. Unless you have, like, an incredibly detailed storyline that needs that extra time, I feel like if you're... If, because the storylines weren't developed enough for me for it to justify that long of a time. Yeah, it wasn't... I will say that it wasn't a long movie that felt like a long movie. You know how sometimes yeah. a movie can just be... Like, the one trait you know it for is that it's way too long. This movie was not too long. At least it didn't feel too long. But afterwards, yeah, there really was a sense that we didn't need all of that, you know? Yeah. And I I think that the storyline they should have more focused on was the relationship between the people, the natives, and the, the humans. Because I feel like the love, like, love interest storyline just wasn't really doing it for me. I felt it was just kind of like, is this necessary? You know what I mean? It's almost like a love, yeah. it's almost like a love uh, sequence in Star Wars. Where it's like, that's not why we're here. We don't really care that much. All it does is mm. just kind of, like, add an extra layer. I might, I might disagree with you there on the Star Wars part. But, um, I do agree... I mean, we're clearly, you and me are clearly not the target audience for the the love plot yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. This is meant for all the uh, 30-year-old women who took their children to go see this movie back when it came out. But uh, I, as a love story, it was better than I was expecting. Like, they gave it some time to, like, develop. But it's it's just sort of feels like a love story that they made happen because, oh, He's the female. He's the male lead, and she's the female lead. So now they're going to be in love. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that any amount of work that they put into it really could have made it much better than that. Yeah, that's fair. Now, what would you? What would you? I don't want to say rate. What do you think of the special effects in this movie? They are absolutely in, in, insane. Like we were yeah. while while we were watching the movie. As, like, they were showing, like, them descending onto the planet, we were just, like, in awe how incredible they are. Like, even for now, even, like, compared to now, they're still quality special effects. Yeah, like, that was, it was a movie that that genuinely made me think while I was watching it, God, I wish I saw this in IMAX, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. That's And I would say that... The special effects are sometimes a little, a little much. Like sometimes it feels like we're just, we're just throwing in special effects to make things look cool, to make things look ooh ah. Yeah. But yeah. most of the time, it was pretty entertaining and pretty, really interesting to watch. Even if like like we we're talking about the plot 
wasn't as great as the special effects. No, I really loved when they went to like the, uh, which one was it? Was like the Tree of Light, mm-hmm. and like everything just kind of like lit up all around them, and it was just like, it was. That's what helps set the scene is that they had these like nature scenes that were so detailed that it just kind of like put you there instead of like like having a scene versus like showing you the world of the movie. Right. Yeah. They definitely did put a lot of time and effort into like building the world, building like like you were saying, like the culture of these people. And as as overall I would say the special effects were basically like basically the best part of the movie, but I can't say that it was like so overwhelmingly better than the rest of it. Yeah. And I'm going to actually, I'm actually going to say that I really liked how detailed they got with the culture of the people and how they were like, how they showed their traditions and like how you grow up and like it wasn't just like we're here's the people he was like here's the people now let me see let's see how they live yeah i do think i mean there's always the argument with this movie that like all of all of this like you've sort of seen before like the 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 overall plot but i do think it's done incredibly well here like you're talking about with like developing the people i just feel like it was i it just felt like i'd seen it before yeah like okay now they're gonna do this and this is gonna bring the two closer together he's gonna like the people even more you know that sort of idea yeah and of course i i dear god i hope you picked up on this but like there's some obvious like symbolism metaphors for like you know colonialism imperialism oh yeah completely the fact that like they they made the people who they were they made like the marines think they're the enemy we're not the enemy they're the enemy and like Mm -hmm. they're doing the harm we're not doing the harm we're here to help them and like Mm -hmm. that whole idea kind of made me that like whole idea just kind of like reflected exactly what imperialism was where it's like we're trying to help them because they can't help themselves yeah i i was a little skeptical going in that it would be like a little too heavy-handed you know a little too obvious but there was like the one scene where like they were like they just like rained hell down on them and it was everything was burning everyone was like dying and things and i was like oh yeah this is definitely some some heavy stuff right here yeah 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 and again i think that part was its strongest of getting getting its message across on like Mm -hmm. its idea of like imperialism and all that because it the special effects of like the tree falling and all that it was very like he they did it so that was very like it showed how terrible it was for the people and how it really didn't have any effect towards the the humans. Yeah, right. And, like, going back to the runtime, I will say that's where, like, the length of the movie really helped because we spent, like, two friggin' hours at this tree and to see it, like, fall to the ground burning like that, 
was really powerful. That is true. But where the like the length right after that, that's the part that dragged on the most for me. Where mm-hmm. the, where they kind of like he went around like gathering all the people together and it was like here let's go fight the bad guy and it's just it kind of felt not unnecessary because I knew like they had the good guy had to win in this movie because there was it's not like Empire Strikes Back where there's they know there's gonna be a sequel after that where the ba- where the good guy ends up winning he, he didn't know that he didn't know whether this movie was gonna be like a massive dud or like that's true so he didn't have like the liberty to kind of like Infinity War where he like let the bad guy win so the good guys can win later Mm-hmm. And I do think that that would be interesting to see in one of the sequels, because you said there's four sequels, which mm-hmm. which I don't, I wouldn't, if I was like a producer or something, I don't know I'd plan four out. Right. So I'd, yeah. Maybe I two, maybe two. Two seems fine to me so that you can kind of like help develop it, but. Make it a trilogy, yeah. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't see enough story left over for that to be for like he did a really good job of wrapping it up even mm-hmm. if it was a little a little long mm-hmm. i yes on the topic of sequels i cannot see four sequels for this movie uh it's a premise that has maybe a trilogy in it maybe if you really like stretched out this story but i feel like trying to make this into three like planning out four so far ahead you know how um fantastic beasts harry potter spinoff they planned like five of them in advance and the most recent one was such a dud that they're like rethinking the whole thing i can't help but see that happening here that i I really do think Avatar is much stronger if you think of it as just a standalone story. I I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. And now, would you say, Henry, that this deserves to be the highest grossing movie of all time if something can deserve that? Um, Good question. Looking at the list, and a lot of the list is new movies, and a lot of the list is is movies that are more aimed at kids or, like, mm-hmm. preteens. Like, I know on the list, Minions and Despicable Me 2 and 3 are on there. The Lion King's pretty high. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of Avengers and Star Wars are on there. Right. The Phantom Menace is on there. So, I think... It's more deserving than a lot of those movies. Just because of its unique of its unique setting and its Yeah. I I I think it's more deserving than Minions to be on that list. Um mm, that that really hurts, Henry. I, I don't know. I think <laughs> Minions might yeah. I mean But yeah, I can I can see that because I feel like Avatar, a standalone movie, just like this is, like, very clearly James Cameron's, like, very specific vision for the movie. Yes. And I feel like that's, that's like, really admirable and, and like, really deserving of... Because 
you've got like on the list you've got you've got avengers you've got like titanic for example oh yeah and Tit- titanic I-, I forgot about that one but titanic deserves to be higher than minions too throwing that up <laughs> And but like Titanic, you've got like the romance. That's like what it's focused on almost entirely. Mm-hmm. Then you've got like Avengers focused on action almost entirely. But this movie, like you're saying, it, it at least tries to blend them all, and it does it fairly well. Yeah, I just Not, think I just think that there's parts where I'm like, okay, was that necessary though? Was that necessary? Right. Was that necessary? Like it's fine that it's there. It's just like. It's just adding so many layers that it's tough to get through. Yeah. I That really, like, begs the question of, like, is there any movie that really deserves to be the highest grossing, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I, actually, no. To that point, then, I think that this is one of the perfect movies to do that because it has all those elements. Right. Yeah. I do think that, like... It's not exactly, like, compared to, like, films that win Oscars, now I don't exactly like the way that the Oscars are chosen exactly, but compared to those films, this is much more of a, like, broadly aimed film. Like, this was a film that was, like, made to make money and not made, like, a film, you know, because you've got action scenes, you've got romance, it's, like, marketable stuff. I think... I think this is a this is a movie where it's not it's not there to tell a specific story. It's there to show the like the possibility of CGI, the possibility of like a new genre almost of like mm-hmm. not new genre, but like I don't know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean though. Like right. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's a film that's it's really, it's not exactly carried by its CGI, but the CGI elevates it to a level that if this was just like a story that I read, I would be very unimpressed with it. Yeah. I feel like the CGI, it, it definitely, I don't know. The CGI takes it from like being like just like an average movie that you see ev- that like comes out every year to a mm-hmm. movie that people know about people talk about that people go see and makes it the highest grossing Mm -hmm. i definitely don't feel like the the movie was like an experience you know how some people really like love this movie they really think they really just like think of it really highly it was sort of forgettable and the only reason Mm -hmm. i really bothered to remember it and think about it was to make this podcast (laughs) no i yeah i see where i see that i definitely do see that i mean i mean i definitely will see the sequels just because i'm curious now on how he's gonna do a sequel like are the humans gonna come back and attack again or are they gonna i don't know are they gonna conquer another planet and then they, they go and save them there's just so many loose ends to tie up yeah oh i mean yeah i i i 
this is a movie where I know the sequel is going to be underwhelming. I know it's I... not going to be as good. There's no way it can live up to the hype. And like, but... like we were saying, its highest, its like biggest um, draw was its CGI. But a lot, but the CGI that it has can almost pass as CGI now. Yeah, and but so what's that? What's that CGI gonna be like? Where that if it has to carry the load again, it can. That's very true, right? It's not nearly as it's not going to be nearly as impressive unless they really, really ramp it up. But I don't see that. Yeah, because a lot of the CGI, like a lot of the good CGI now, can pass as like real action. Mm-hmm. So, if it's hard to top that almost. Like, yeah. yes, it can get better, but is it going to get better enough where that it draws the whole movie? Right. And I don't think that, that, that Avatar, like, as a whole, was, like, I'm, I would be curious to know why it got so popular, like, I assume it was mostly just because of the CGI, but, like, did people, like, think this was, like, an amazing movie besides the CGI back when it first came out? Because I'm almost, like, thinking, like, is there really any reason that this movie could have cracked this list without its CGI? Yeah, that's true, because it's not like it's... Because basically every other movie on that list, except for Titanic, and I think there's maybe two others, mm-hmm. everything uh, everything else is in, like, a series. There's Star right. Wars movies. There's Avengers movies. There's Minions movies. There's Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. There's right. there's all these movies. Pe- they know that they're going to get a, a immediate block of people who are going to see the sequel to that series. Mm-hmm. And with the money that he spent on this, I don't know that he knew that this was going to be a smash hit as it was. That's true. Yeah. And then I I don't think... I would be curious to know, like, was this movie... How did you get someone to invest in such a serious CGI the budget is $237 million. How do you get people to buy into that back in, like, 2009, before then even, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that... I think people are gonna kind of... How do I say this? I think people are gonna trust him just because he made Titanic, right? Right. So they know he... What, they know what the money he can bring in. Because Titanic's in the top five, I'm pretty sure, on that list. Yeah, right. So if it can if he can do that with kind of like a sappy love story, there's a good chance he, he could do it with the CGI that he wanted. So I think that's why people invested. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just kind of making this up. But Yeah. But that would be my guess. Mhm. And I know like I was talking to some people that like had seen the movie before. And they were sort of saying, like, oh, sure, I mean, it it could be kind of cliche, but, like, it sort of started all these cliches. I don't know. I sort of have a hard time seeing that. Maybe it's just so ingrained in my brain. But, like, 
you know, you've got like a typical protagonist, you've got like a typical villain, like typical love interest. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly groundbreaking, you know, but I, I can't help but wonder back in 2009, was that commonplace like it is now? Well, I, something that comes to my mind that's similar is like an Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Where like he all in each movie he kind of has like a shifting, uh, like love interest, and there's always oh, like okay. the bad guy, and he has to work together with a love interest to uh, to fight the bad guy. I don't know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. If if there's like one way to summarize this movie, it's probably like the best of cliches, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's like greatest hits for all the things you've seen before, but done really well. Yeah. Seen it all before, but never quite like this. Never quite like this, no. So I, I think that's well, I think that sums it up really well. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully we will be looking more at some more of the top grossing movies that in the near future that uh have cracked this list but for now i think that does it for avatar yep all right i was i was happy i watched it i was entertained and i it was a well-rounded experience even if it didn't shatter my expectations probably because they were set so high no yeah that that sums up really well and like i I mean, I'm ex- I'm a kind of excited for the sequels just because I want to see how the world develops. Because I I was re- I really liked the the idea of like a planet that they're inhabiting, but that's just me. So I kind of I kind of want to see what they do with that, but I just don't know if the characters are gonna be able to sustain another sequel. But yeah, the movie itself, I I did like it. At times, I thought it was a little... There was parts that I was like, uh, do we really need a scene like this? Mm-hmm. And but, then there was a part where it was like, oh, okay, are we just not going to cover that at all? Are we just going to skip over that? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But overall, it, it's a good movie. You can't say it's a bad movie. I mean, I don't think you can say it's amazing per any reason, but it's yeah. a good movie. I'm sure. I'm sure... Some people will disagree with you there, but... Yeah. Oh, well. People always do. All right, well... always do. I mean, you know, some people hate Minions, Henry. I don't know how they could hate Minions, but... I I don't either. It's a top-grossing movie of all time. Anyway, I'm Henry, that's Kevin, and that would be the end of Spoiled Carrots. Tune in next time.